The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Infertility Podcast. I hope that you are enjoying season three thus far. And today I really wanted to focus on faith, but in regards to furlough. So in another episode, I will um, give the testimony of receiving my promotion um, back in March But this episode, I really wanted to discuss and uh, put a highlight on furlough as I know that with everything going on with the pandemic, many are experiencing furloughs and being laid off. So I wanted to put a episode together to go over what I did during my furlough time in hopes that it will encourage you uh, during this season. As you know, I am big on definitions and I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So I wanted to start off with the definition of furlough. And furlough is defined as a leave of absence, especially that granted to a member of a armed service and it is based on the definition it seems that it is voluntary so i find the definition very interesting because for many of us who have experienced being placed on furlough it is not voluntary (laughs) it's not something that we would be uh, inclined to uh, have happen during our uh, time uh, in within a company, within an organization, or what have you. So the difference of when, it's like a difference between when you take a break and when it's a forced break. And uh, many of us, we don't like to be forced into things. So uh, I think the definition is, is interesting because it makes it seem that it's voluntary. And for those of us who have experienced being on furlough, we know that it is definitely not something that is Uh, voluntary so no one really wants to receive that call that says hey you're going to be placed on furlough for 30 days 60 days 90 days six months um or say you know unfortunately we have to let you go no one wants to be part of those you know type of conversations and i am again big on seasons and that's something that god really placed in my heart that we all go through uh, different seasons in life and with each season there are different strategies so if you look at uh, furlough furlough can be under a category called uh, watch and wait and as a reminder watch and wait is similar to summer months and you know our summer months uh, the temperatures are the hottest there are droughts there are heat waves Uh, it is important during that season uh, to take 
you know, precautions as you're walking through the heat, you know, drinking more water, uh, wearing sunscreen if you're outdoors and that sort of thing. So in in that same uh, line, it's important in life as we're in that watch and wait season that you have a strategic plan. Um, You learn how to cope, you know, the coping mechanisms necessary while you're under fire and how to push through some obstacles. So just for some context uh, for this episode, I transitioned from my old um, position within the organization that I'm a part of. I transitioned from my old role into my new role as a director of training uh, in the month of March. So due to the pandemic, um, you know, I started off on like a you know regular five day week, and then as the uh, pandemic kind of uh, went forward in the month of March, um, I was placed on a four day work week, uh, but being paid for a full forty hour five day um, work week. Work week, and the other thing was, uh, thankfully, I was able to work remote. So I was happy. I was in a new role. I was transitioning into something that I am passionate uh, of, you know, of doing. I was happy to be in a different work environment. Uh, I was not at risk, you know, at that time. I was not going into the office. So I was working remote. And so I was very, you know, happy um, that things were, you know, progressing in this direction because honestly, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I didn't know, you know, if, since it was a new position, if I was going to be laid off and, you know, what the future could have, you know, could hold. So I um, was very excited uh, to transition into that position and and just start a new chapter in my life, to be honest. So, you know, as things are progressing, we see that, you know, COVID is is still uh, a high, you know, topic and, and things are progressing. Um, the company made the decision to place individuals on furlough, a large sum of individuals on furlough. And I was one of those individuals at the um, end of, or mid-March, mid-April, excuse me, I was placed on furlough. And when I tell you, like, this year has been a roller coaster, and I know I'm not alone in this, um, this year has definitely been a roller coaster. I was such a you know, on such a, you know, very high high of, you know, transitioning into a role that I really, really wanted to be in for a long time. And then in that same breath, you know, being placed on furlough um, was just like, okay, you know, it was like another letdown. Um, So I get this call from my manager and, and, you know, in essence, on the call it's being stated that I will be placed on furlough for 60 to 90 days as of right now and then um, I could possibly come back um, to work end of June early July it just depends on how things go Um, it may be a little bit longer and that sort of thing so here I am a person who loves to work Um, in my idle quote-unquote idle time I am still relatively busy then I am placed on this for for this furlough, which I interpret as a forced rest. And uh, in my mind, it's like a forced time out, you know, and I'm just trying to deal with everything that's going on. 
So at that time, I will be honest, in April, I was not thrilled with the idea. Like the first two weeks were really rough. Um, I remember someone who was not on furlough, they posted something along the lines of, you know, it's not direct quote, I can't remember it verbatim of what was stated, but it said, you know, this season is about to hurt those who identify themselves by what they do. And what I took from that is I could not let this season define who I am. Um, and also, it you know, this particular season was going to be a defining moment. So I couldn't let it define who I am, but I realized that it was a defining, a, a defining moment, a point of transition, uh, a, a point where I would have to pivot. And... Um, I had to really come to a place where uh, I reminded myself that my title, my job, my credentials, all of that did not define who I was. Um, what I did from, you know, nine to five didn't def define who I was. You know, that wasn't, those were things that were attributes to my identity, but it wasn't the definition of my identity. So after my two weeks of basically, you know, sulking, um, two weeks of off and on, like, just like, is this really happening? You know, um, I had to kind of move into action. So I looked at this time period, this season as a time of transition. And now that I am back, at work, um, I want to offer some advice, some encouragement for those who are in this season. And honestly, I'm looking at it at the vantage point of, you know, transitioning into the season I'm currently in and what I would have told myself to do, um, you know, during the, that time and uh, what I would have put more emphasis on um, during my time of furlough. So the first thing I want to say is, uh, you know, my first words of advice is to really rest. Um, if we were honest, the rest that came from the this pandemic was needed. It was necessary. We as human beings were ripping and rolling. We were, you know, our calendars were full. There was no time for self, no time for family, no time for friends, trying to squeeze things in during, um, you know, the weekend. And I believe I've, I've said this before uh, in the podcast that I had something going on every weekend. And sometimes, you know, some of the Saturdays in my month, I had two things to do or two places to go to um, during that day. And Sundays for me really aren't an off day or a rest day because of um, my time in in ministry, my responsibilities in ministry. So Sundays usually are not really a rest day for me because I'm teaching, I'm singing, there's meetings after church or what have you. So it's not really a full day of rest. And if I look at it from a human perspective, we needed rest. And also the earth needed us to rest too. So I'm sure you've seen the news stories of uh, air pollution percentages going down, um, lakes and rivers and canals being clear, 
um, animals that we haven't seen in a very long time resurfacing. And all these things are happening because the amount of individuals that are were out and about, they are now home, you know? The earth also needed us to sit down and sit still for a little bit, you know? So my first words of advice for anyone going through this season would be to rest. And, you know, there's different types of rest. There's the, you know, taking time away, um, permission to, you know, let yourself say no, um, doing something that's unproductive, that's quote unquote unproductive, you know, just, you know, not uh, being so taxing on your mind and always doing, 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 um, connecting with art, connecting with nature, um, just taking time for solitude, um, break from responsibilities, uh, stillness, you know, stillness is so important. And, and oftentimes we don't get those moments of stillness because we're, again, ripping and rolling and, and our calendars are just jam-packed with things. Um, stillness is important. Um, putting yourself in a, in a place where you feel like you're in a safe space, you know, um, and, and you feel the comfort of the safety around those, you know, around you. And then having time to be alone, you know, and to process, to process what's going on. So my um, first words of, of advice, really, if you're in this season right now, is take the moment to rest. I don't really believe in our lifetime that we'll ever experience something like this again. So it's really an opportunity to really recharge and to rest. You know, if I take a look at myself personally, I can tell you that I was doing too much. And I know that I'm not alone, you know. Um, so if you are on furlough, and even if you're not, you know, just take time to rest. Establish some good sleeping habits during this time. And also, I'm not only talking about sleep, you know, in the form of rest, but take that time for a mental break. Um, find ways to relax, whatever is relaxing to you, because that definition is different for everyone. Um, and it's, it's just important to just take that time to rest. So number one, I want to say rest. The second thing I would say is schedule the day. Listen, even if it's time slots for naps, <laughs> have a rough schedule of what you anticipate the day to look like because honestly those who are listening to me who are on furlough um you will totally understand this the days start looking the same really and truly um the days start looking the same you don't know you don't remember the date you don't remember you know the the day of the week and that sort of thing and so the days start looking the same um, and what I realized is all of those things can lead to depression, just being honest, you know? So it's important to have some type of schedule so you have an idea of what your day will look like and you have something to kind of, you know, anticipate, you know, for the day. So for me, I made some, you know, I made a, a, a an Excel spreadsheet and it was with time slots and each time slot I had something to do, even if it was afternoon nap, you know, um, don't judge your girl. So I had a schedule 
for each day. And so what started happening is it was important for me to have a schedule because I started signing up for some free um, courses. I um, started uh, paying for some free conferences and even some courses um, to take. Um, some are free, some are low cost. Um, virtual co conferences. I uh, started, um, you know, at that time period really gaining some clients. So I had to put myself on a schedule because there were things that I would have to meet and complete before my next meeting with a client. And so it was important for me to have a schedule um, so I can know, you know, what was going to happen um, for the day. Um, and honestly, that brought on some, you know, a sense of normalcy uh, in the season of transition. And so uh, your place in a, in a season where things are not normal is not what we're accustomed to. And you have to try to do your best to be uh, strategic in trying to bring some normalcy in a season that's not normal. So even if you don't use Excel, try something that will help you plan out your day. So the third thing I would um, suggest is spiritual gains. This is what I would title uh, spiritual gains. So from a fitness aspect, we hear people talk about gains. Um, but I think it's also important to highlight that during the time of furlough, uh, it is your opportunity to have spiritual gains. So take a day out of the week to fast. And fasting may be a new concept for you. Um, so start off small, but if you're used to, you know, fasting, you know, really push yourself um, into a new spiritual level. If you were just a person who fasts six to six and um, you would do fruits and vegetables, maybe try doing doing a, a dry fast. Um, maybe, you know, try fasting multiple times during the week. Um, just you know, really do your best to push yourself into a new spiritual level um, with an, an, an emphasis on spiritual discipline. So in this season, it's important that you dig the wells deep. You make the investment now. We, and I am compl uh, completely including myself in this, we have made excuses in the past as to why we didn't have time to do certain things. Now you have the time. Even if it's forced, you have the time to pray. You have the time to fast. You have the time in the morning to spend time in devotion. Not just, you know, five minutes, not just 10 minutes. You can do 30 minutes. You could do an hour. So it's important that we use this time um, to our advantage and really um, make those spiritual gains in this season. Utilize the Bible app for devotion. Um, purchase some, you know, books. Um, that will help you with devotion or help you with reading the word. All those things, you know, can be ordered through Amazon. You don't even have to leave your house, you know. Um, do things that will help you grow spiritually. Listen to worship um, songs. Um, listen to sermons off of YouTube, you know, a podcast. Anything that will help you to grow spiritually. And number four, I would say, is um, do the inner work. Um, and I and I have a side note for therapy. So I know you all are probably tired of hearing me say this. Um, and it's the term that I've been using since about January or the end of 2019. And that is to do the inner work. 
and there are times you may be equipped to do the inner work on your own you're able to unpack things on your own you're able to um have uh tr- you know time where you're thinking through things and 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 dealing with you know thoughts and ideas and things you may have gone through in the past and other times you need a little help and that is okay so i started um doing some of that inner work on my own in the start of the year which is why it's something that i'm really passionate about of you know conveying through the podcast and then the pandemic hits and i'm like okay um and i think because i was so busy there were some things that i personally suppressed Then during the pandemic and time of furlough, I had time to sit in those thoughts. And there were some unresolved issues, some unresolved thoughts. Some I was able to, you know, deal with on my own. Um, I think I hinted towards this this in, in another podcast. Things that may have been said or done in the past. And I allowed that to become my inner voice. But that's not, um what the voice of God was saying. And so I had to reprogram myself to really stay in tune with what God has to say. And so, you know, the pandemic hits and I'm no longer busy. I have time to kind of sit and and dwell on these thoughts and dwell with on, you know, things that have happened on my um, infertility um, journey. And you know, after having, you know, conversations with my husband, we decided that it was important for us to go see a therapist, um, virtually, um, to speak about infertility and to unpack some of the things that we've gone through and to move forward. Um, I think it's important that, you know, all of those unresolved issues or challenges, you know, were faced head on so that, you know, when God does bless us with our gift, um, that we're able to move forward. So I am here not only to be the face of infertility, but to also be the face of saying it's okay to have a therapist. In both instances, infertility or seeing a therapist, there is nothing to be ashamed of. So you know, part of the reason why um, therapy is important, you you all have probably heard this phrase before, hurt people hurt people. So I wanted to make sure that I was in a place where I was resolving my hurt and would not unintentionally hurt someone else. So the inner work is so necessary. Take the time to progress. Take the time to process and do the inner work. And I promise you, it will pay off. The final thing that I would suggest is revisit your goals. So um, this is a good time to revisit your goals. Uh, And during my time um, on furlough, I spent time revisiting my goals, revisiting um, prophecies and and word, word, word of knowledge that I received in the past two years. Um, things I've written down and I took time to review those things um, in order to formulate a strategic plan for the next couple of months and let me tell you time is flying by so I had to make sure that I was bringing myself into a place of alignment 
with the goals um, I had set forth, with the words that were spoken, you know, over my life and bring myself into alignment so that these goals can manifest. So I wanted to be in a place where the plans that God had for me or has for me um, would come to total completion, you know? So I started posting on my Instagram consistently. I started to engage with my community more. And through all of that, um, I started to see God really pivot and move in different areas in my life. And one of the examples I gave already, um, you know, in earlier in the podcast is, you know, I started to receive clients um, and, and started making some, you know, divine connections. And I really attribute that to revisiting um, those goals and, and, and standing on the promises, standing on the prophecies that were um, stated. And I, you know, even some goals I had to amend. Um, some goals I had to say, okay, it's not going to happen in 2020. This might be a 2021 goal. And that would, that's okay. Um, and I, you know, also always say, you know, it's important that you offer yourself grace. Um, extend grace to others and offer yourself grace. And so I had to offer myself grace in, in some areas to realize, hey, some of these goals that I've had for 2020, you know, cannot happen because of the current climate and the current condition that we're in. Um, and that's okay. Um, so I would say, you know, as a word of advice is to revisit goals, um, amend when you need to. If there's a goal you cannot, you know, achieve realistically, that's okay. But look to see if there's something that you can add, you know, is there something that you can still complete during this season? Um, what I realized is that the time of furlough could really attack your mental state. And I had to formulate the strategies on how to move forward. So again, just to recap, um, what I would advise someone who is, you know, in a period of furlough, um, number one is rest. Take that time to rest. You know, I, like I said, you know, we may not ever see something like this again in our lifetime. So take this time to rest. Uh, schedule your day. You know, have a plan of what you want to accomplish. Even if, like, you know, I had an Excel spreadsheet. Even if it's just a piece of paper and you're just writing two or three things that you want to accomplish during the day. You want to walk. You want to read a book. You know, just keep putting things before you that will help you move forward. And number three, don't forget about those spiritual gains. What can you do spiritually um, for your spiritual life? What can you do to gain momentum uh, during this season? Number four, do the inner work, and sometimes that includes therapy, and it's okay. And number five, revisit your goals, words of prophecy, words of promise, words of knowledge. Review those things and see what you can do to move forward. Do something today that will make your future self super grateful. I hope you took something out of this episode. I thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph. 
or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.